0: My name is Rhett and I'm the lead pastor here at One Life Church in Nampa, Idaho. And I am so excited that you would take some time to join us today. Hey, we're in a new series today, starting today called This Is That. And before I tell you more about this series, let me just take a moment, look into your eyes and say, hey, One Life Church family and friends, man, I love you, i miss you, and I cannot wait to see you soon and soon it shall be because you, you ready for it next sunday mark your calendars next sunday june the 14th at 10 a.m right here at the NAP pacific center we will be returning for in person gatherings and it's gonna be so much fun now it's gonna look a little bit different than what we're used to in regards to the way we will be seating people now it's still going to be a lot of fun it's going to be full of the power and the presence and the love of god and we're going to be honoring you and doing everything we can as a team that you've been used to to honor you to add value to you even through this strange season of social distancing but it's going to be a lot of fun but i also want to make you aware of and that is this is that our online kids worship experience that your kids have become used to online that will continue to be available for your kids online. They can watch it on a Sunday morning before service, or they can watch it on a Sunday afternoon after church or during the week. That will still be available on demand for your kids. However, on that Sunday morning, due to social, the current social distancing restrictions, we will not be offering our kids' worship experience in person. Your kids will be joining you in the adult service. Now I want to let you know our adult service is going to be a little under an hour. As your kids come in, they're going to receive incredible act like this fun activity bag that's going to have some things in store for them that help keep them engaged during the service. We'll have some time of worship together and a short brief message from God's Word. And I'm telling you, I really honestly believe that every single one of us, kids included, are going to walk out feeling loved, valued, honored, and closer to God than ever before. Now, if you're at home, you're watching or you're listening and you're going, Pastor Rhett, man, I love you. You're my family. I just don't feel comfortable yet in returning to in-person gatherings. I want you to know, please hear my heart. Please feel no pressure. Come when you, my friend, are ready. Come at your own comfort level, okay? We love you. We're for you. Now, I want to let you know and be honest, we're not going to continue to offer this online worship experience that you've become accustomed to over the past three months. However, we will be continuing to offer our online podcast that will be in an audio format that you can follow on iTunes or directly right here at our website, at olc.church, and that podcast will go live either late Sunday evening or early Monday morning. So I do wanna make you aware of that. Okay, listen, a couple more things I'm really excited about and then we're gonna jump in the message. And I don't want you to miss this because this is the heartbeat of our church, and that is today, our small group directory has gone live. That's right, what does that mean? It means if you go to olc.church, click on the link, That says small groups, you'll find an opportunity to see all the availability of an opportunity for you to connect in community. Why is that important? Well, it's so important because we honestly believe that God's Word teaches that life change happens in life giving relationships. Now, do we think we're perfect people? Absolutely not. But I tell you what, there is nothing better than gathering together with like-minded people who are encourage you, who have your back and say, you know what? I don't have all the answers, but I know the one who does. Let's do this thing together. You are not alone. And that's what the beauty of small groups So we've got a a lot of different opportunities for you to connect through small groups online in our community. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check out the online directory. Now if you're a small group leader and you're thinking, oh man, I haven't registered my small group yet. Can I tell you? It's not too late to register your small group. You still have time. You can go online to olc.church, click the link and register your small group because here's the thing. Although our online directory is live today, we're not launching our small group season until next Sunday, June the 14th. That's right. So next Sunday, when we return to in-person gatherings at 10 a.m. at the Civic Center, that will also be the day we launch our short four-week small group semester throughout the summer, which leads us to a very important date that I want you to mark on your calendar as well, and that is Saturday, July the 11th. What is Saturday, July the 11th? Saturday, July the 11th is is serve day, baby. Yeah, it's the opportunity we have as a church to come together and be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ and love our community in practical ways. Now, we'll be giving you more information as we get closer to that date, but mark your calendars for that. You don't want to miss it. Well, all right, listen, as I mentioned earlier, we're starting a new series today. It's called This Is That. Now, before we jump into it, we are a message note-taking church and so if you haven't already done so go online to olc.church click the link that says message notes or sermon notes and follow along and get ready as we learn from god's word together today you ready all right here we go you know as a pastor part of my job is to help lead us as a family to places of refreshing to places where our souls can find rest. And you know, I try week after week, message series after message series, to bring you content from God's Word that's not only powerful, but that's relevant and that's very practical that can help change your life. You know, when I look to the world and, and the situations that we're all dealing with right now and the brokenness in humanity, all the way from COVID-19 pandemic to the recent social injustices and the racial divide and the riots and just the obvious hate that is happening all across the world, there's really clearly only one thing, my friends, that you and I and that the world needs now more than ever. It's evidently clear that what we need, we need God. But we just don't need this idea of God. We don't need this religion with God. We need a relationship with God. We need everything that God has to offer us, his love, his grace, his mercy, his compassion, his wisdom. But not only for us to make a difference in our life, but now more than ever to make a difference in our community, in this state, in this nation, in this world that we live in. And so here's the problem. Let's just be honest. Like <laughs> some of you are like, amen, Pastor, I want all of God, man. Come on, I'm going all in. But can I tell you what the problem is? If if we really dive back a couple of layers a little bit deeper, the truth is. If we're being honest, many of us, we only really want the parts of God that we understand. In other words, we say, yes, God, I want all of you, but I only want the things that I understand that I can fit in between this year and this year in my, in my human thinking. And what I want to do today, and really honestly, kind of throughout this series, my hope is that you come to an understanding to know that in order for your, in order for there to be a complete life change in your heart, that not only affects your life, but that also affects humanity. Guys, we, get, we have to come to a place where we embrace not only the things that we understand about God, but we have to come to a place where we embrace even the things that we don't understand about our God. And so listen, if there's ever a topic in the entire Bible that even today people still don't understand It's this topic about the third person of this Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. See, many of us, we can relate to God as a father because whether good or bad, we've had earthly father experiences or whether you didn't have an earthly father, maybe you had a friend who had one. So you can relate to the father figure. Now, and many of us can relate to Jesus the son because, I mean, dads have kids, right? And there's been movies made about Jesus, but man, this Holy Spirit, like what's up with that? I mean, can't see him, kind of spooky, maybe a little scary. I mean, some translations even use the word ghost. I mean, I don't want a ghost in my life. I don't know about you, that's kind of spooky, right? And see, many of us, we have these misconceptions when it comes to the idea of the Holy Spirit. Maybe it's because of things that you've seen or heard, either in experience personally, or maybe there's things that you've seen or heard on TV. And so what I want to tell you today, the truth is, the Holy Spirit is not what you think. No. In fact, if you came to a clear understanding of who He is and the role that He wants to play in your life, my friend, can I tell you, you would want to welcome Him with open arms in every area of your life. Now listen, you don't have to look too far even in the Bible to see that people even then had a hard time understanding about the holy spirit and i'll show it to you out of our theme verse it comes out of acts chapter 2 verse 12 through 15 but before i read it let me set the scene jesus the son of god born of a virgin comes to earth lives a sinless life dies on the cross to pay for your sin my sin resurrects three days later has his glorified body hangs out on earth for 40 days with the disciples walking through walls pretty amazing stuff you ought to read about it the Bible is awesome and so he's hanging out with the disciples he's giving them some final instructions and just before he ascends to heaven from the Mount of Olives right there in Israel which by the way when Jesus comes back he will return to the same spot on the Mount of Olives in which he ascended in this moment he gives the disciples one final instruction He says, hey, I'm going to give you one more thing. And I'm going to paraphrase this, but you can find this in Luke chapter 24, 49. He says, hey, I want you to go to the city and I want you to wait. (laughs) I want you to wait until I send you the very thing that you've been needing, wanting to live this fulfilled life, to make a difference, not only in your own family, but in the world that I'm sending you to. What I want you to wait on is I want you to wait for the promised Holy Spirit. And so the disciples, they go wait for 10 days, and then guess what? The Holy Spirit comes in power, just like Jesus said he would. And here's the thing. It was demonstrated in such a way that some people, man, they couldn't understand. They couldn't figure it out. And look at this in our theme verse, Acts chapter 2, verse 12 through 15. It says the crowd was both amazed, like, man, this is awesome. And they were perplexed, man. Like, they couldn't figure it out. And listen, many of us, when it comes to God, when it comes to church, Christianity, especially when it comes to the Holy Spirit, it's like, man, this is awesome. But yet, like, I can't figure this thing out. Like, this is difficult to understand. And look at what the people said even then. They asked one another. They said, what what does this mean? And they even said that some, however, they criticized them. And they made fun of them and said, man, they've had too much Wine to drink and let me just pause and time out here for a second my friend You will always criticize and you will always keep at an arm's distance the things that you don't understand and So Peter stands up and he did what I want to do today and throughout the series is he stood up with the 11 He raised his voice and he addressed the crowd and he said hey guys fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem Let me explain something to you. You know what explain means? It means let me explain something to you. Listen, I'm from the South. We say explain it to you. So this is what Peter said. Let me me explain this to you. He said, this isn't what you think it is. No, listen carefully to what I say. These people, they're not drunk as you suppose. I know you think they're crazy. I know you can't figure it out. But this is not that. No, guys, it's only nine in the morning. And then I love the way the King James Version says it right here in verse 16. Peter says, no, this, this is that. And this is where we get the theme, or, or the theme title to our series, is that this is that, and then Peter goes on to quote the Old Testament. And so what is that? He said, hey, guys, this is what God promised. This is what we've been waiting for, to live a fulfilled life, to make a difference in our own family, our own community, and to make a difference in the lives of the entire world. This, this is the Holy Spirit. May I encourage you today to lay aside any preconceived ideas or thoughts that you may have had when it comes to the Holy Spirit? Would you allow me a blank page even just for the next few moments that we're together? Because I want to present to you a thought that may be quite different than what you thought. Because my friends, the Holy Spirit isn't this. No, the Holy Spirit is that. And so I didn't have enough room to put this in your notes this morning, so for you extra note-takers, you can write this down off to the side. And I want to spell some myths, and that myth is the Holy Spirit is not an it. He is not an it, everyone. No, He is not something, no, He's someone, and He is the third person of the Holy Trinity. And the Bible refers to Him as a Him. He's a Him. Now, I know that's bad grammar, but it's good teaching. He's a person. And listen, when you begin to see the Holy Spirit as a person, you begin to relate to him personally. And so I believe, honestly, all throughout the Bible, the English translators of the Bible do a pretty good job. However, if there's one instance that I need to draw out here where they get it wrong, it's in the translation of this word spirit. Because I want you to know the Greek word is actually pneuma. It's pronounced pneuma, and the meaning is breath. Or wind, yeah, it's the breath, or the fresh air of God, the wind of God. And so, the English translators they didn't have a word for that. So, guess what? They created a word, and they created the word spirit. And so, the word spirit doesn't really do it essence of what it truly means. And so, the word Holy Spirit really means this holy, fresh breath of fresh air, this wind of God that He wants to blow into. Your life. And so, just like the wind, I mean, you can't see the wind, right? But no, you can see the effects of the wind that it has on a tree by seeing a tree sway back and forth or a leaf fall, right? No, you can't see the wind, but you can see the effects of the wind. And the Holy Spirit or the holy, fresh air of God is the same way. You can't see him, but you can see the effects that he has when he's clearly evident in a person's life he's like a cool breeze on a summer day man he refreshes your soul so myth number one he's not an it okay here's myth number two second thing i want you to know and this is important and that is he's not weird okay listen god's not weird people are weird <laughs> listen i gonna say that again god's not weird no people are weird I'll be honest with you, I don't believe people have a problem with the power of God. I believe people have a problem with the packaging in which it comes. And so can I just encourage you, listen, my friend, don't throw away everything God has to offer you just because some people have packaged it in a crazy and weird way. So here's the question, who is he? Well, let me tell you who Jesus says He is. If you're taking notes, write this down. That is, He is our inner voice. Yeah, He's our inner voice. And not only is He just an inner voice, He is a holy inner voice that you and I, my friend, can have access to if we won't keep Him at an arm's distance because we don't understand. Now listen to this. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 8, look at this. He says, when He, referring to the Holy Spirit, when He comes... He will do something unique in that He will speak to us in an inner voice and, look at this, convict you and I and the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. So by His inner voice... He will speak to us and he will convict us. Now, let me bring some clarification to this word convict because I honestly believe that there's some confusion around it. We get it mixed up with another word called condemnation. So there's condemnation and there's conviction. Condemnation is from the devil. That's the devil himself speaking his love language, which is, you are a horrible, rotten sinner. You're horrible. You screwed up. And by the way, there's no way out. You done messed it up, bro. Now, that is the devil where God comes along And he says, hey, listen, my son, my daughter, I know that's what you did, but that is not who you are. Let me show you the way out. And then he'll even say, let me show you the better way. And so here's how that can sometimes play out. Maybe you're having a bad day at work, and then you come home and you're getting ready to unload your bad day and your frustrations on everybody in the house, and then you hear this still small, holy inner voice say, I might not do that if I were you. You know, there's a better way to respond. What is that? That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And he'll even speak to you in a service like this, right where you're watching and right where you're listening. Listen, in fact, he says it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. He says that no one can even say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And so you're gonna experience that here in a moment because at the end of this service, I'm gonna take a moment and I'm gonna say, hey, will you bow your head and will you close your eyes? And I'm gonna give you, my friend, an opportunity, if you haven't already done so, to surrender control of your life to Jesus so that you can experience life. And it's in that moment that you'll begin to hear something on the inside of your heart and your heart might even race a little bit, and then say, hey, you ought to do that. Oh man, respond, make that decision. So what is that when that happens? My friend, that's conviction, that's the inner voice, that's the Holy Spirit trying to help you experience life. And here's the second thing that Jesus teaches us about the role of the Holy Spirit in our life. Write this down. And that is, he is my teacher. Yeah, he is my teacher. Jesus says this in John chapter 14, verse 26. He says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you. What will he teach you? All things. And not only that, he'll even remind you of everything I have said to you. Did you know that you can actually read the Bible, get a revelation from God without going to Bible school? Yeah, it's so amazing. When you begin to read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will speak to you about a verse and show you things that you've never seen before. And you're going to go, oh my goodness, like this is amazing. And not only that, when you're in a conversation with a friend, maybe they're hurting, maybe they're going through something and maybe they need advice or just love or encouragement. Did you know that in those moments, the Holy Spirit will remind you of the things that you've read so that you might be able to help and comfort a friend in need. Yeah, I mean this is the role of the Holy Spirit. It's not this, man. No, it's, it's that. And so not only is the Holy Spirit's role to be an inner voice, and not only is the Holy Spirit's role to be a teacher, but look at the third one here, and that is his role is to be our guide. Yeah, he is my guide. In other words, he helps us in the decision-making process. And my friends, some of you, you're at the crossroads when it comes to decisions that you're trying to make in your life. Some of you are at the crossroads of decisions in your marriage, and your relationships. Some of you are at a crossroads when it comes to your finances and getting out of debt. Some of you are at a crossroads when it comes to, do I take this job opportunity or this job opportunity? And God says, hey, I want to be your guide. I want to help you when it comes to decision making. And that's one of his roles. Look at this. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus says, but when he, again, referring to the Holy Spirit, he says the spirit of truth, when he comes, notice this, He will guide you into all truth, and He will not speak on His own, He will speak only what He hears, and watch this, and He will tell you what is yet to come. And this is what happened to my family when we were praying through where are we going to plant One Life Church. The Holy Spirit was guiding us, and He was saying, Idaho, Idaho. And can I just be honest with you, as I began to share these conversations with my family and friends and those who were closest to me, many of them were saying, hey, listen, and they meant well. They were like, hey, Red, listen, are you really willing to leave everything to go to nothing where you know absolutely no one and have the chance to fail? And I said, yeah, I am because the Holy Spirit is guiding us and I'm just willing to take the risk and so the holy spirit led us to the treasure valley and can i be honest with you outside of jesus and marrying my wife it is the best decision that we have ever made and i want to be honest with you the holy spirit he wants to be this inner voice he wants to teach you and my friend he wants to guide you and isaiah tells us this in isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 he says whether you turn to the right or whether you turn to the left your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it and here's the last one and that is he's my friend yeah the holy spirit he just wants to be your friend and i'd go so far as to say personally for me the holy spirit he's my best friend yeah, Jesus said this in John chapter 14, verse 16 through 17. He says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. You know what this word advocate means? It means he is one who is called alongside to help support you to say, hey, I've got your back and who will never leave you. My friends, this is someone that you and I can relate to regularly. He is a breath of fresh air, it's the wind of God, it's the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. You know what that means? It means He's the one who gives us a fulfilled life. And so all day, every day, I try before every meeting, before every message, before anything, even before today, I say, Holy Spirit, speak to me, teach me, guide me, help me. What is it that I need to know? And guess what? You know what He does? He speaks to me, he teaches me, and he guides me. Why? It's because he's my best friend. And he wants what's best for me. But he also, he wants what's best for you too. And that's why Paul closes a letter that he wrote to the Corinthian church. It's a beautiful blessing. It comes out of 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. He says this blessing, he says, may the amazing grace of Jesus Christ and the extravagant love of God and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And so my hope for you today, my friend, is that you would experience the amazing grace of Jesus Christ and come into a relationship with God and experience His extravagant love. But listen, there is so much more. God has more in store for you, and it's good. That is an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. Listen, many of us watching and listening today, we love God. We love Jesus. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we tend to stop because of misconceptions. And we're missing out on the most intimate Part of God. If I'm being honest with you today, it breaks God's heart. And that's why Paul tells us in Ephesians 4 verse 30, he says, hey guys, don't grieve God. Don't break his heart by distancing yourself from the Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you the most intimate part of your life which makes you fit for himself please don't take such a gift for granted. Well Pastor representative I'm convinced I need the Holy Spirit in my life. What do I need to do? My friend that's a great question that I'm glad you're asking. It's really simple. You just simply need to invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Well what does that look like? Well it looks like three simple prayers that I want to give you today, that I want to encourage you, not only to write down, not only to understand, but to begin to experience. But you've got to make the decision. You've got to make the choice to pray them. And so my hope is that you say this, number one, is Holy Spirit, fill me. Yeah, Holy Spirit, fill me. In other words, what are you saying? You're saying, Holy Spirit, will you give me everything that God has to offer me? Because let me tell you, if I were to ask you to raise your hand, and I'm not, but if I were to say, hey, how many of you believe that you've received everything that God has to offer you? How many of you would raise your hand? Yeah, like nobody would. I mean, myself included, none of us have received everything God has for us. No, why? Because there is more. So Holy Spirit, man, give me everything that you have. And by the way, my friend, everything God has for you is good and the bible teaches us this right here and look at this ephesians 5 verse 18 to invite the holy spirit into our lives he says be filled with the holy spirit and some of you are thinking well pastor rhett i mean i've already been filled with the spirit i gave my heart to christ and when i did that his spirit came to live on the inside of me And i said yes Yes and amen. You're absolutely right. But the Bible also teaches us to continually be being filled. Really? Yeah, look at this. Acts chapter 13, verse 52. It says, and the disciples, check this out, they were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because God has more. So God, let our prayer be Holy Spirit, fill me. And number two, here it is, Holy Spirit, show me. Holy Spirit, show me. In other words, Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. Show me what it is that I need to know for my life. Show me what it is that I need to know as a husband to love my wife and as wives to love your husband. Holy Spirit, show me the relationships that I need to choose or the relationships that I need to walk away from. Holy Spirit, show me the decision that I need to make in my career or at my job or whatever situation you may be facing. Holy Spirit, show me. And this is the prayer, man, that I want to encourage you to pray. And if there's ever a prayer that I try to pray every day, I don't always pray it every day, but at least this is my, this is what I try to do is this one right here out of Psalms 139, verse 23 through 24. And that is a prayer of David. He said, search me in other words show me oh god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting in other words god i'm giving you permission to search my heart and if there's anything that stands before me and you if there's anything that stands before our relationship And me experiencing, God, all that you have for me through Jesus, through our relationship, and through your Holy Spirit. God, I'm giving you permission to take that. And I'm asking you to help me to get rid of it. So Holy Spirit, fill me. And Holy Spirit, show me. Like, reveal yourself to me. And here's number three, and then we'll close. And that is, Holy Spirit, change me. Not them. No, Holy Spirit, change me. See, too often times, many of us, we're asking God to change others when he really just wants to change you. And listen, if you're if you're watching or listening today and, and you're saying, hey, the, the issue isn't me, Pastor Red. The issue is them. Like, if you only knew the things that they did, like, it's not me, it's them. They're the ones that need to change. Like, if that's you, my friend, if you're the one who thinks you don't have an issue, can I just be honest with you? full of love and grace and truth today as your friend, that right there, that's your issue. Listen, and we all have issues. We all have areas in our life that we need to be changed. Why? Because none of us, none of us are that good. And so we need to humble ourselves. why? Or else we will be humbled, Matthew 23, 12 will tell us. Listen, the only person that you can change is you. The only person that I can change is me. And the Holy Spirit is a friend in an intimate way. He wants to come in and He wants to help change you. So Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, show me. And Holy Spirit, change me. Change me. Well, Red, why is this so important that I've got to change? Look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 through 18. Love this. It says, wherever the spirit or wherever the breath of fresh air, the wind of God, the Holy Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There's freedom. There's life change. There's there's this fulfilled life. And it says, and the Lord, who is this breath of fresh air, who is the spirit, look at what he does. He makes us more and more like Him, and we are, everybody say this word out loud, come on, participate with me, say this, we are changed. Yeah, we, me, myself, and I, we are changed into Jesus' glorious image. But here's the key, and you can't miss this. You, you have to give Him permission. Imagine for a moment what your life would look like if you chose to move beyond the misconceptions or the preconceived ideas that you may have had regarding the Holy Spirit, and if you chose to live your life today saying, Holy Spirit, show me, fill me, change me. Holy Spirit, be my friend. Lead me, guide me, teach me. My friend, I'll tell you what would happen what would happen is that you would begin to experience what you've always been looking for. You would begin to experience what you and I need. And honestly, what this world needs right now in this very moment. And that is love. Yeah, you would begin to experience love. Look at Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 25. The fruit of the Spirit. In other words, the byproduct of a life that is living in relationship with God the Father. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit is is love and I couldn't think of anything that the world needs now more than ever than love in this pandemic and our social injustice and this racial tension and divide that we're all being faced with right now but not only is it love look at what else he gives us he gives us joy he gives us peace He gives us forbearance or patience. He gives us kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and a world full of rioting. He gives us self-control. My friend, this is what everyone's looking for. It's a fulfilled life, and it only comes in relationship with God. And as if this wasn't good enough, did you know that there's more? There's a promise that gets even better, and it's my hope for you My friend, today, look at this. We'll close with this. Galatians 6, 8 through 10. And that is, listen, whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit. In other words, whoever chooses to live their life in an intimate relationship with God the Father, through God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, look at what happens. It says, you will reap eternal life. My friend, that's my hope for you today. Would you bow your head? Would you close your eyes? God, I pray for every man and woman who's watching and are listening today. God, I'm asking that you would give them the spirit of wisdom in revelation. In other words, God, give them clarity of mind, any preconceived ideas, any misconceptions, God, that may have been put there by the enemy. God, to cloud their thought and their understanding. I pray that it would be clear in Jesus' name. And I'm asking, maybe even for the first time, that they begin to have an understanding of who you are as a loving father and what you've done for them through your son, Jesus, and the power and the friendship that's available with your Holy Spirit today. My friend, here in a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to surrender control of your life to Jesus because here's the truth. The truth is, you'll never walk into an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit until you walk into a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Listen, Jesus is the way, He's the truth, and He is the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. He is a gift. He's been given by God. Listen, you can't earn salvation. You can't go to church enough. You can't do enough good things. You cannot watch enough online messages to earn salvation. No, it's a free gift. And it's something that God has given to you. And He simply wants you to receive. My friend, some of you who are watching and are listening, you've had a relationship with God at one time. But you walked away from a hurt or from a wound from a friend or maybe somebody walked out on you or disappointed you and you turned your back on God, I want you to know God has never turned His back on you. He is right here waiting with arms wide open to receive you again into His love. Some of you. You've never received Christ. You've never come into a relationship with God. You've never, like this whole idea of this Holy Spirit sounds amazing, and it's like you want that, but you can't have that until you walk into a relationship with God. I'm going to give you that opportunity right now. So whoever you are, wherever you are, if you want a relationship with God, and you want to come into experiencing this fulfilled life and experiencing this intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit, Would you say this prayer with me right now? And again, listen, it's not about the words. It's about a heart that connects with God. Because Romans 10, 9 said, if you'll just confess with your mouth, God, I believe that you're my Lord. And you'll believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. He'll forgive your sins. He'll cleanse you. And he'll make you new. And you'll begin to experience everything you've always wanted and needed to live this life. And so if that's you, would you say this prayer? Would you say, Jesus, forgive me. Today, I say yes to your love. Come live inside of me. Change me. I give you my life. I give you everything because you gave me everything. Today, I declare you as my Lord, and I declare you as my Savior. Now pray this. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me. Pray and say, Holy Spirit, show me, change me. I give you permission. Holy Spirit, be my friend. I welcome you into my life today. I pray this in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Hey, if you made that decision, Congratulations! Way to go, man! That is the single greatest decision of your entire life. And it's the first step in your spiritual journey in your relationship with Jesus. And we could not be more excited for you. Listen, we would love to know that you made that decision. Would you take some time to fill out our online connection card and mark the box that said, Hey, I've committed my life to Christ or I've rededicated my life to Christ. Because this is what we want to do. I want to send you one email that simply gives you some next steps. Also, if you're our guest today, that online connection card is for you as well. I want to send you an email that says, thank you for being a part of our service. Listen, we have hassle-free guarantee. We're not going to call you or show up at your house. We just simply want to let you know how much we love you through an email. Okay, as we close, a couple things I want to remind you of, and that is small groups. Listen, don't do life alone. Life is better connected in life-giving community. Your life will change when you're doing life in relationship. I promise you. And so. Today, our online directory went live. So if you want to check out our small groups that are current, then go to online directory at olc.church, click the link that says small groups, and you'll see everything that's available. Now listen, not all small groups are registered yet. So if you are a small group leader and you haven't registered your small group yet, can I encourage you to take some time, even today or this week, and register your groups before next Sunday. Here's why. Because next Sunday, our groups will start. That's right. Next Sunday, June the 14th, when we not only launch our in-person gatherings at the Nampa Civic Center, come on, can I get a good amen? So excited about that. We will also launch our short Four week small group semester, and that will lead us all the way up to serve day, which is going to happen on July the 11th, where we will be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, loving our city and our community in very practical ways. Okay, listen, we're going to continue to worship the Lord with our giving, and I just want to thank you like I do every week and say, Hey, One Life Church family, I love you. Thank you for your generosity. It's because of your generosity that we're able to meet the needs of our community and our family here, but our state and nation, and honestly, around the world. Many of you know that we are part of a church planning organization called ARC. It's the Association of Related Churches. And one of my dear friends is the Executive Director. His name is Pastor Dino Rizzo. And I was talking to Pastor Dino this week and he was saying how he wanted to share a special message from his heart to us about your generosity and the difference that it's making. And so he recorded a video that I want to share with you right now in this moment i hope you'll stay tuned and watch this it's really quick and then uh and
1: then we'll close
0: with our worship
1: hey what's up one life church dino rizzo here and love your pastors rhett and linda they are the real deal we've been friends and just to see what god has done in the church in just really a short time and and even during this time you've not pumped the brakes you've not held back you're you're continuing to be the hands and feet of jesus through using technology and doing small groups but then also partnering reaching out to those that are vulnerable, like the elderly, and to be there for those that are struggling in some areas of their life, partnering with all the different service providers in your area. I'm just proud of you as we plant churches and we've been a part of your your story. I'm proud of you because you've just decided to let people know, hey, yeah, we're all struggling. Yeah, everything is different. We've never been through anything like this. But we're going to let people know that they're loved by God. They are not forgotten. They're not unnoticed. Because we're going to serve people in small ways that make a big difference. And one of the reasons why we can do that as a church is because of generosity. You've been faithful in your generosity. Tithe and offerings, serving, being a part, and you're making a difference. Sometimes we wonder, is our giving making a difference? I can tell you firsthand, it is making a difference. I was reached because of outreach, and you're gonna reach people because of outreach. God bless you. Let's keep reaching people for the cause of Jesus Christ. Hey, thank you, Pastor Dino. We love you, and we love our art church.
0: Okay, hey church, this is our time that we're going to worship the Lord with our giving. You can see there's three ways to give right here on the bottom of the screen. And I want you to know if you are our guest today, please feel no pressure, please feel no obligation. Listen, this service, this service is our gift to you. We love you. Now, if you want to give, this is all we ask. Ask God. Ask God. And if God speaks something to your heart to give, man, just be obedient to whatever it is that He placed there. Okay, guys, I love you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity that I get to pastor the greatest church on the planet. I love them. And God, I pray blessing over them today, over every gift and over every giver. Protect them. God, favor them. Cause your face to shine upon them. Bless them with peace, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. Hey, One Life. We'll see you next Sunday. Not here, but we'll see you in person at the Nampa Civic Center at 10 a.m. I love you. I can't wait to see you. God bless.